Woo! Hello and welcome to the 32 edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast. What a day, what a day. I mean, it's technically podcast 32 uh, 2.0. So uh, let's uh, let's keep this 32 the whole time. We got uh, some special guests here with us. We have the freaking beast himself, Alex. Alex, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm all right. Not, not a great day for uh, for my teams, either fantasy or real life. So, but but some good football is on. So yeah, I have some it. pretty pretty good football that's not in the Washington D.C. area. But uh, yeah. speaking of some not so great football, we are also joined by our unpaid intern, uh, unpaid intern Reeb. Reeb, how you doing, man? Uh, probably about the same as Alex. Um, there's not much good football being played in in the Cincinnati area either. So, you know, it's a little tough, but at least it's not Marvin Lewis. So, you yeah, know, we got that. Uh, yeah, at least we're not making the playoffs every year. So, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, yeah, who would want that anyways? It's all right, though. It gives us a lot of material here, Pro Football Jokes. So, make sure you're checking out the website because uh, Pro Football Jokes, we get those. We are going to dive in today talking about some of the hot topics uh, from the uh, – weekend before and i'm actually going to start well with you alex as we think about uh one of your heroes in the league someone that uh, you definitely like that and that is uh kirk cousins himself looking a lot like his kirkland self uh these past couple weeks what do you make of uh what's happening up there in minnesota uh well first of all i i mean this week i don't think you can put the put the loss on kirk cousins at all um that's true dalvin cook did not rush for 200 yards so (laughs) That, that that's true, but I mean, they, they had the, the Vikings had two possessions in the first half. They and and they averaged about thirty yards per drive on those possessions. And uh, I believe there was a streaking one, one, Adam Thielen wide open for the end zone with the ball just out of reach. <laughs> yeah, he he did miss miss a throw to Adam Thielen, and then Stefan Diggs fumbled. Is that Kirk's fault that Stefan Diggs fumbled in the second? Uh, I blame the uh, commercials with Stefan Diggs for that one. Okay, well, yeah, and then the I I I think that the most frustrating thing with Kirk is he sometimes holds the ball too long. Um, that is kind of that that's the most frustrating thing when watching Kirk to me, um, because like he it's not like he's Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson holds the ball too long, but also sometimes when he when he does that, he makes incredible plays, and that's where he makes his money. But Kirk, it's like. Just get rid of the ball. You're not. You're not going to run around. And <laughs> you're just going to fumble. We all. See, we've seen this twelve times. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's the most frustrating thing. Although, uh, second half, first play, Khalil Mack comes off the edge, strips him. That was not a play where he held the ball no. so long. That was he hit his back foot. Khalil Mack was there. Khalil Mack would shove two good. people backwards and still get there instantly. <laughs> How ridiculous. Yeah, and then then they were kind of in a bad situation because their offensive coordinator doesn't know how to call pass plays. He's like, we, we, we need to we need to pass it. I thought we just run it more. So I I I don't think this is an offense well suited for him. I honestly I think he's had really one bad game, which is against the Packers. That that was that was a bad game. Other than that, I think he's been fine, not great. But I I, I wouldn't be too worried about. I'm not too. What I will say is if I did have uh, Khalil Mack on my team, I would not trade him for two first-rounders. But that's just me. That's, that's probably smart. He's a pretty pretty darn good pretty football player. But uh, going back, uh, since you're a Redskins fan, Alex, would you rather 
Would you rather have Kirk Cousins manning the ship or Haskins? <laughs> uh, definitely Kirk Cousins. I mean, all right. I, I'm not like ready to say Haskins is a complete bust already, but I mean, that was not a good start to his career. Um, he looked awful, like way worse than Case Keenum. It was not even close. I mean, I I, I don't. I, it really. I I don't understand why we decided to bench him at that point. Like it was like we wanted to bench him in the bear. The Bears game would have made sense. Case Keenum has four turnovers in the first half. Like you bench your quarterback after that, unless he's like a franchise guy. Um, but this game, we had two drives and that. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand why that's when we wanted to put into an asking. I guess I thought, oh, it's a Giants defense, so this would be a good way for him to start his career. Um, but the fact that he couldn't put up any points against the worst defense in the league. Means he'll uh, be ready for the Patriots. Pretty, pretty bad. Uh, so uh, we're going to introduce a new segment here since we're keeping it 32 this podcast. And this is the uh, absurdly, overly, way too optimistic takes. And so, Alex, uh, from that game where you said Haskins was not playing his best, I'm going to ask you to keep it 32 and give me your overly ambitious, uh, optimistic take on Haskins. What did you see in that game that just leads you to believe that he will be the savior of your franchise? Um, well, I can say one thing. that I know he's playing against the worst defense in the league. And we didn't want to put him against the Bears defense the week before, which is probably the best defense in the league. Um, or or it might be this defense that he's playing next week with the Patriots. Um, or the Bills as they play the next week. So <laughs> <laughs> those are probably the top three defenses in the league. So uh, that's fun. Um, but I will say he did not have Terry McLaurin in this game, who is an absolute beast. I, he's a complete receiver. I think he's honestly already like one. Of, he, he's a clear number one receiver in the league as a rookie. Um, he, he does it all. He can go deep. Uh, he can he can make contested catches. He's a good route runner. Uh, I think uh, Terry McLaurin is going to be a star in the league. Uh, I know the Redskins were like, yeah, we thought he was just a special teamer. So they just wanted everybody <laughs> to publicly know that they just completely lucked into him and had no idea what they were doing. Um so, uh, yeah, that's fun. But uh, I, I think that will help Dwayne Haskins tremendously in his next game. And then he will suddenly turn into a superstar. Ah, that's good. When he has his weapons, he'll be the new Patrick Mahomes. Yep. That's pretty good. That's, that's the way to go. Good news for all the Redskins uh, fans listening out there. Uh, Alex, so what else did you uh, notice from that Giants team as you watched your uh, Redskins struggle to uh, compete? Uh. So I, I, I mean, from the Giants team, I don't really take away much. I mean, like I said, they, I, I, I mean, they've had the worst defense like through three weeks. I don't really take uh, shutting down a Dwayne Haskins that looked just completely lost out there um, as much of a good sign. Uh, I think Daniel Jones like came back down to earth from a really, really nice week one performance, which wasn't perfect by any means either, but. Or I mean, his first week, not week one. But um, I, I think uh, I, I'm really not too optimistic for the Giants. Um, I think yeah, I think they're still going to be one of one of the bottom teams. Maybe not quite to the level of uh, some other teams that are uh, supported by some pro football jokes members. But uh, I, I still think they're probably going to be a bottom five, six team. 
Yeah. Well, what do you, I'm kind of stepping on my overreaction here a little bit, but what do you uh, think about my take that uh, Saquon Barkley overrated? He was actually keeping the Giants back <laughs> from winning games. Yep. Give the job to Wayne Gallman. That's what I've been saying. And finally, he produced. Yep. I started him in some fantasy leagues. So that, that was nice for me. Yeah. He, all he needed was the blessing from Saquon. You know, he had all those yep. mediocre years, and then and he he's going to have a day. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but, you know. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what's going on with the Redskins' defense there. I mean, it's uh, – there's honestly – Quentin Dunbar looked great in his – Return, uh, definitely. I, I think that the Redskins defense played a lot better this week. I mean, granted, uh, not playing the best team in the world, but their offense, the Giants' offense, isn't terrible. Um, and I think, uh, I think they they look better. I mean, they, the Redskins don't have good linebackers. They don't really have a good secondary. Josh Norman struggled. Um, uh, they they have a good interior defensive line, and I still like Ryan Kerrigan as a player. Hopefully, Montez Sweat becomes something. I did really like him going to the draft. So, do you uh, agree? Do you agree with Pearson though that Minuski's got to go? I mean, I, I I certainly I really don't have much feelings either way. I mean, if they fire him, I don't really care. But I don't think he's really the problem either. I, I, Pearson thinks that even not playing up to potential, I don't think. This defense is exactly loaded with talent, so uh, I, I, I think uh, I, I, if they want to make a change, it's fine. But I don't really think he's the huge problem. Yeah. Should be interesting, though. Should be some fun. Uh, there are some other fun young quarterbacks uh, in the league, other than Haskins, that have perhaps had some better performances than he did. I mean, it's tough to do better. Uh, what do you guys want to go with? Do you want to go with the Cleveland-Baltimore game, or do you want to break down uh, that amazing draft? I, 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 I had a quick question for you guys. I thought, thought, right. thought it might be fun. Um, uh, for the Of the past two quarterback drafts, uh, if you had to pick one quarterback uh, to start your franchise with, who would you pick? Is there even anybody from this last draft that, I mean. I mean, you can go Kyler Murray, uh, Gardner Minshew. Um, <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Dwayne Haskins, dude. I'd, uh, gosh, who are the, fir- who are the first five last year's Baker, Darnold. Josh um, Allen. Josh Allen. Jackson, Rose, and Josh Rose. And Josh Rose. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the heir apparent to Tom Brady. <laughs> Jared Stidham? Jared Stidham. Yep. He's <laughs> already throwing a pick six this year. That's... Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> but he's resilient. <laughs> now, that is a that is a tricky question. Um, I mean, I, I would probably go Baker. That's what I'm leaning to, even though he's kind of – I'm not, I'm down on him right now, and you guys know how much I love Lamar Jackson, but he just I won thought, the duel between you, them. So, yeah, I thought you would go Lamar Jackson for sure, but yeah, I I definitely go Baker. Um, I I do like <laughs> Kyler Murray too, but I I would, I would definitely go. I wasn't a big Baker fan of Kyler Murray week one, <laughs> specifically in the second half. 
Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, just the fourth quarter, not even the second just half. Larry just Larry Fitzgerald getting a 50-yard pass somehow in his early 80s, but that's okay. Yeah, the, the Cardinals have been disappointing to me, though. I like Yes, and we still tie them. Gosh, I'm over it. <laughs> Moving forward. I mean, they, they're – I mean, honestly, the problem has been their offense. Like, you'd think they're they're what you know, with, without Patrick Peterson is <laughs> would be bad, which it hasn't been great. But really, the, the offense is has been terrible. I mean, are you saying Cliff Kingsbury, who went five hundred at Texas Tech, can't be successful in the NFL? <laughs> but he put up you know, offensive numbers. It was against I, the Big 12. The Big 12 doesn't have defenses. I mean, I know. But I, look, I just I just expected to see something like create. Like, the offense is boring to watch. Like, it's it, – Kyler Murray actually looks good, I think. Um, but – He so is very small. Create. I don't – yeah, I don't think I, – I don't see anything that creative. He doesn't – he never goes for it on fourth down. I'm like – this is a perfect situation to go for it. I, I would expect, I, I mean, I just would expect him to be a little more aggressive as, you know, a young head coach trying to make his mark. I don't know. And with not much to lose as, you know, the Cardinals team, it probably isn't going anywhere. I, I, he doesn't want to be another one and done for the Cardinals. They're going to have one and done two coaches in a row. They're probably going to draft a quarterback in the top 10 um, <laughs> next year. And, uh, a new coach, so tricky. There certainly is a lot of QB talent coming out next year, so it's good news for Bengals and Redskins. Yep, which easily could. Uh, I think the Redskins easily could take a quarterback. Uh, would you Alex, Would you rather for your team have Josh Rosen or Andy Dalton? Oh gosh! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's tough. Um. I guess I'd go Josh Rosen just because maybe he could be something. I think Andy Dalton, we know who he is. He's probably going to end up being better than Josh Rosen, but I don't know if you really just want to go through life with an average quarterback. Maybe maybe Josh Rosen becomes something more. I'm pretty doubtful, but... Josh Rosen can get you that number one pick. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you have the chance that he turns into something, but if he doesn't, you're he's your tank commander, and, <laughs> and you can get another quarterback pretty easily. All right. Trubisky or uh, Minshew? Oof, Minshew. Minshew. <laughs> you know how much we hate Trubisky. <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe in Trubisky at all. Minch, what what do you? I, all right, so I know if, there's been jokes about Minshew, but like he's played pretty well over his first few games. Like, uh, who's who says no between the Bears and the Vikings quarterback swap? Uh, the, the Bears. <laughs> also, the Bears cap. Do they even have room for that? Nah, they can find I'm a way. <laughs> oh man, disgruntled. Ah, Trubisky, man, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> we'll figure it out, maybe. Probably won't. That's okay. Chase Daniel looked better than him last week. I was about to say, their offense didn't even take a step back with Chase Daniel because their they offense didn't, They didn't really take much of a step forward either. They didn't play that great, but he did throw a couple yeah, passes that actually just, got completed. So. But that's just the norm. That's, that's just, just the norm with the Bears. Right. It doesn't look any different. It's like, it's like Chase Daniel isn't going to make... I mean, Mitch Trubisky can make 
better plays than Chase Daniel, but he could also make worse plays than Duke. Like, I mean, Trubisky can run better, obviously, but Chase yeah. Daniels can also not underthrow his receivers all the time. <laughs> I mean, Trubisky like can make like some tough, nice throws, but it's just very sporadic. Chase Daniels is going to be a little more consistent, but just going to take those easy throws. <clears throat> All right, so switching topics here, I watched many dangerous plays in my time as a football fan, many dangerous plays with uh, unnecessary actions based on a lot of people. And I know you guys are thinking I'm going to be talking about one specific person here in just a second, but actually what I'm talking about is one of the craziest and stupidest acts in all of football, which is the I'm going to hurdle the six foot four guy who's standing straight up play that every tight end for some reason thinks that they can do. <laughs> which led to our rookie tight end for the Lions getting concussed and probably out for um, looks like maybe multiple weeks. So um, did he try to hurdle someone? That's how he got hurt? Yeah, he tried to hurdle two people that were standing uh. straight up and they hit him <laughs> and he fell perpendicular. No, excuse me, parallel to the ground he was, came down really hard on the shoulder and his head also smacked the ground. Um he should have learned from Logan Thomas, or is the Logan Thomas hurdle after that? You just kind of land on the person. And yeah, then just Logan like Thomas barreled through a guy later around. in that game. Great. <laughs> but man, dangerous hurdles, taking people out. Also dangerous hurdles, or not dangerous hurdles, dangerous hits. Uh, one man who has been fined millions of dollars already and perhaps out for the season, <laughs> it looks like, Guardian or... Um, unless there is any sort of thing. What do you guys think of uh, Mr. Perfect? Uh, Reeb, you have any thoughts? Uh, he's not on the Bengals anymore, so you know, kick him out of the league. Dirty player. <laughs> I feel like Vontaze Perfect was like the face of the Bengals, even though like he wasn't like the best player. On the yeah, Bengals, like... but he was like he was like the face of the Bengals for like this was this is the Vontaze that was the Vontaze Perfect era. Yeah, because like there's nobody really to get excited about. A- like AJ was always hurt. Andy Dalton inspires nobody. And, like, yeah, he was the biggest, like, personality on the defense. Yeah, and everybody just remembers that, that hit in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, – it, it was. I think that's just how he plays the game. He, uh, he hits people and he tries to murder them yeah. <laughs> on the field. That, uh, it's, it's, you know, a unique playing style. Yeah, would have been great in the 80s. Does not work now. <laughs> Yeah, and then him blowing a kiss to the crowd after he uh, gets to Yeah, I saw him like laughing as he was running off. I was like, this he's not he's not gonna learn. Like yeah. <laughs> something drastic needs to be done. Yeah, he's not too worried about it. <clears throat> yeah, well that's why this spent him for the rest of the year. I did see the Raiders fans that I'm friends with on Facebook uh ignorantly complain that the Patriots guy should have had the same the same punishment. I, didn't, I mean, the Patriots one, I didn't even think that it was... Well, first of all, I mean, the punishment is because he's a repeat... Well, yeah, it's because he's done this <laughs> nobody, for years and years. No, nobody else would get a, the, a suspension for the year for that, uh, yeah. even though it was a blatant and dirty hit. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I thought the Patriots one, honestly, like two years ago, wouldn't have been a foul. Like, he's, no. the quarterback's a runner at that point. Um, the Patriots one, I can understand more. Like, it was a third down, and Josh Allen was obviously fighting for more yards. And, like, if he didn't hit him, he would right. have gotten two or three more yards. So, like, what do you want him to do? 
Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Just like lowered his helmet and pulled a Shazir and just launched. <laughs> For no- you know what else is crazy? Frank Gore is somehow still a serviceable running back in the NFL. Yeah, Alex, fuck you for putting him on Rabia's fantasy team. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you for that. He, he's going to live forever and just play. He and Tom Brady are just going to play we, until we, they're dead. Let's, uh, we should try to predict what team he ends his career on. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he was really good. <laughs> he was their whole offense. He was Frank Gore. You, you, you realize that. When we are raising our kids and we're telling them about the football greats, we're going to have to say Frank Gore is the leading NFL rusher of all time. (laughs) (laughs) He's the greatest to ever do it. He's still going to be playing. He's still going to be playing when we're telling our kids about the football greats. Do, do Do you guys think that Frank Gore should be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I haven't seen his career numbers. I mean, he's um, fourth all time in rushing right now. Fourth all time in rushing. Behind, like, behind Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, and Emmett Smith. What's his like highest rushing yards in a season? Uh, Do you have that, that info? Two, uh, it was two thousand five. I know that. I think it was like fifteen hundred yards. Maybe. Okay. I mean, uh, like two thousand six. Sorry, not two thousand five. Does he have like six or seven thousand yard seasons? Oh, for sure. At, at least I would say he is. Yeah, he's sixteen ninety five in. Uh, he has in, nine uh, one thousand yard seasons, six plus two uh, others, and that were nine hundred sixty seven. Okay. He had nine hundred sixty one. I'd say he, so. Yeah. Just he, for, mean, like to be able to keep up that level for that. He essentially, has eleven thousand yeah. yard rushing yeah. seasons. With he's got eighty but, touchdowns. Like, has he? At any point in his career, was he a top five running back? Uh, <laughs> San Francisco's pretty good. He's always been surprisingly better uh, receiving the football than people gave credit for. Kevin, all around back. Yeah, I mean, he's always been good. That, that's the thing. I just, I don't know that he's ever been great. Golly, I, that was his second season that he had 700 oh, yards. It's, it's, it's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, I think the consistency yeah. makes up for the fact that he maybe he wasn't. I mean, like I, I think he's superstar. For sure, I think he's for sure going to Hall of Fame, but I just uh, I don't know that he should. And I love Frank Gore. I, I would it pains me to like argue against this, but I kind of don't think he he belongs in the Hall of Fame. But I also think it's ridiculous how many running backs are in the Hall of Fame. Like when it's like one of the most devalued positions, it's more there are more running backs than any other position in the Hall of Fame. Really. So, I just was looking for Frank Gore's touchdown numbers. So, he has like 79 rushing touchdowns. So, I wanted to check on my boy LT. Be reminded how many touchdowns he has. Do you guys have any how many touchdowns uh, LaDainian Tom in his relatively short NFL career? Is it, wait, just I rushing or like rushing and passing? Just rushing touchdowns. Or like catching. Is it like 150? Like, yeah, I think it was like 150. And 145 rushing yeah, we touchdowns were... in 11 seasons. I'm honestly impressed we with my guess. <laughs> including, including, and including like his last season, he didn't really like play. So basically, in 10 seasons, he had 144 rushing touchdowns. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
14 touchdowns a season. How does he not win everything of all time? My <laughs> gosh. That dude is a stud. He's the touchdown machine. But we all knew that. He was, he's like the best goal linebacker of all time. I mean, he had 28 touchdowns in a season. Let's see somebody break that one. <laughs> 31 includes receiving touchdowns. I'll let you know who's not breaking that. Carry on Johnson, who tries to stretch for the end zone, decides to fumble the football on the yeah, hair, hair, split hair away from being a touchdown. Great choice. Great choice. It is such a great joke. But we're the, fun. We're moved past the Rams Saints game. Yeah, they, the line crew got screwed by that. that if, if it, otherwise, if that hadn't happened, the refs would have called that down right there. And then, It took so long for them to pick it up. Yeah, like I don't the, blame the refs, anyone for thinking the play was over. Right, the refs definitely would have blown the whistle, and probably would have it probably would have stood as a as the runner being down. Um, and even if it didn't, they wouldn't get the re- return uh, if they had blown it dead. Um, but because that happened in the Rams Saints game, which is kind of a different situation in my opinion. Um, this this was a play where everybody stopped and body was down and if even if he wasn't down like they could have ruled the forward progress to stop at that point because he was like down on top of bodies so i think the thing i don't understand the thing i don't understand was like the one in the rams saints game i always thought refs had already been trained to let that play through like it seemed like it was such an like a close call you should let that one play through which yeah, I thought well, it wasn't even that close. It was pretty. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, was very it was pretty obvious. obviously a fumble. Yeah, but yeah, so because because they screwed that up, it screws over the Lions. Yeah. Well, what can you do? I guess lose football games. <laughs> that third quarter was pretty entertaining with all the fumbles, though. The the I lost to the Chiefs. So I think. Well, when you when you tie the Cardinals and then you got to play the Packers, the Vikings, the Patriots, and stuff. I mean, I don't like just losing games, preferably, but that's just me. Your franchises have a different choice. Like down, but yeah. What? So, Jack, I did actually. I met another. I met another Lions fan down here in Lubbock, and going into the weekend, he was pretty pretty down about the Lions' chances. Oh, he's not a good fan then. So. <laughs> it just seems like it adds extra pain to go in like okay yeah we're probably gonna lose and then you have it right there yeah i mean i think you got like it the, i feel i still kind of feel that like the, the chiefs and the patriots are like the clear two best teams in the nfl everybody else kind of has their issues and the lions were right there with them till, till the end i think that's an encouraging sign if you're a lions fan I think maybe the, the Saints might get there once Mr. Reese comes back too, because they the two pretty big wins the last two weeks. That's true. Teddy's just getting them wins any way he can. Yeah. Doesn't matter how uh, efficient he is as a quarterback. Shut up. Although They're getting the dubs. Can we stop with like the Cowboys as one of the best teams in the NFL? Like, <clears throat> come on, they, they beat nobody. Hey, it's like oh, this this offense is so great. <laughs> who have like, they beat, Alex? Don't worry about it. Be the Giants, the Dolphins, and yeah. Um, Some other team. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, I don't think they're bad by any means. I think they're a good team. I think they'll make the playoffs, but let's just uh, let's calm down with them being an offensive juggernaut. 
I don't know. I think Kellen Moore is probably going to get hyped up to like epic levels this off season, and will probably go be a head coach somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I I think that too. I don't know. He might be he might be a pretty good coordinator. I I, I think he's uh, he's at least made the offense more fun to watch. But um, I I don't I don't know that the the Cowboys are suddenly. I I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to keep up the pace that they had. Uh, the first three weeks, I mean, they like, like the Giants have the worst defense in the NFL. The Dolphins are pretty close behind, and they're not trying either. Uh, and he didn't even play that well. They didn't even play that well. I was about to say like, it was surprising that like their worst offensive outing was against the Dolphins. I mean, it's not really because other defenses are just as bad to play. And again, don't yeah, worry guess. about the other defense <laughs> to play. Um, I. And then they play the Saints, put up 10 points. And people are like, oh, they just had a bad game. It's like the first real defense that they played. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I, I, I think they're going to uh, – I, I think they're going to get better than they were this past week. But I think it will be somewhere in between. Oh, yeah, we're just normally uh, – continuing our conversation that we totally remember where we left off. And that's why we don't pay the intern anything. But here we are back. (laughs) And now we're going to change topic. This makes just as much sense as the referee saying that uh, Kenny Galladay dropped that touchdown. Uh, Alex, please defend your uh, indefensible argument that that was not a catch. Uh, I don't think it was a catch. He, he, He was bobbling it as he went out of bounds. Like, you don't just, they're like, oh, well, I mean, it's technically touching his body the whole time, I guess, but maybe even one of his hands, even though he switches hands and clearly is like grasping it as it's falling out of one hand and then has to grab it with the second hand. I mean, that's I, that's not a catch. He, he didn't, would have been a catch if obviously he didn't land out of bounds. But. So if you catch the ball and it's in your hand and you're falling down and the ball moves as your hand moves, it it's not hand. a catch. Yeah. It didn't move. At, it didn't move with his hand. It moved. It moved absolutely his with his hand. No, it's not. It, it was squirting out of his squirting hand. Squirting out. He never lost together. control of the ball. I, to be fair, I will say I've seen that rule to catch in other situations. So um, I, 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 I wouldn't have been surprised if they had ruled it a catch, um, and I, I wouldn't have been upset about it, but. To me, that's that's absolutely a catch, absolutely a catch. Not even close. Uh, Reed, what do you think? I am pulling it up right now. Oh, good research team! Good research team here. Hey, I saw the second one, and I had an opinion about the second one, but (laughs) (laughs) this is second touchdown. That was clearly. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm less on board with that uh, one I have than an you opinion guys are. That is a catch. Also, I am not even joking. The video stopped buffering as soon as he caught the ball. It's or started buffering. <laughs> you get, so uh, I guess I'm not supposed to know. You can but see I will how just say, clearly it is a catch. It's it's pretty clear. <laughs> he catches the ball, he switches hands, and he hits the ground. What was more egregious? The ball moves every time anybody has ever caught any pass at all time because their arm is continue to move. So now if the ball moves at all, I'm saying everything's not a catch. 
are you more upset about this one or the Calvin Johnson one where he sets the ball down on the ground? <laughs> the Calvin Johnson one's hilarious because he gets home after the fact the that game. you have options. He gets home after the game, <laughs> starts talking to his friends, and then they reverse it to uh, not a catch because <laughs> he set the ball down when he got home. <laughs> that 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 one was uh, was pretty ridiculous. Kenny Dalton caught the ball, landed on his back. I like how that that wasn't the play that made change the rule. Like, I know. <laughs> That's the most egregious. That thing. one, they're like, ah, oh, it's fine. It's I know. Line. Seriously, there are like two things about Lions Stadium. We can never catch a pass apparently on our own stadium, or a touchdown pass, and. Opposing field goal kickers cannot make a field goal. I don't know what is up with Ford Field, but that's what happens. Good times. Good good stadium to play. Good times. Good, good times. Matthew Stafford looks good this year, though. I'm excited uh, for him. He's he's a good football player. Definitely shows how badly his back was hurting him last year because he was just inaccurate last year, did not want to move, did not want to do anything. So, thankfully, this year he's back to being healthy and uh, clearly the best quarterback in the league is the outdueled Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, another person you put on Rob J's fantasy team that uh, kind of screwed me. Kind of screwed me, uh, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was there. I didn't, I didn't put it on for him. I well, <laughs> but he was in the room. I made sure. I'm like, hey, do you want this guy on your team? And he's like, sure. So sort, he sort of said it. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you just did all the work for him. He just had to say I, yes. I, yes. Exactly. <laughs> But I, I told him I would not set it for him. He had to be there and approve my decisions. What a good commissioner. Making sure everybody's on board. Love it. Everybody loves our wonderful fantasy football talk here at, uh, at profootballjokes.com. Uh, man, I am trying to think here. Mm. I uh, I did just see the high definition replay, and uh, I don't I don't think that's a catch, Jack. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you can be sorry and continue to not get paid at purplefulljokes.com. <laughs> it's just so plainly a catch. It's just ridiculous. Like I'm not even a Lions fan in saying that. <laughs> oh wait, it was it's still a catch. Um, I can't I cannot wait. If imagine imagine if your quarterback could get you close enough to the end zone and they would throw a pass to one of your guys, he catches it, hands it to the ref, and then they say incomplete, and then uh, I, then you can join in this conversation. I, I will say um, the more egregious one to me is the one in the Michigan-Wisconsin game where the Michigan receiver made the diving catch. and like Both just, arms the ball underneath didn't it. <laughs> ball didn't even move. Yeah. I mean, we were apparently doomed to lose that game no matter what happened. But, yeah, that that, that was a knife. Right in the jugular. Yeah, they finally got something going. Yeah, that that that. Something about also talk about a game about, where they didn't blow any play dead, dude. Their running back would hit the line. We'd stand him up for four seconds. They would never blow the whistle. Then seven offensive linemen like jump on his back and he falls forward for like six yards. <laughs> it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. I've never seen. Got to finish. Not the caring. Plays. They, they just. I'm. I swear they were told by the Wisconsin people like eat your whistles. Like we are gonna just. Forward progress isn't a thing. We just will line up our entire left 11 guys and just run them in a big ball for 60 minutes. It, that's Wisconsin it, it worked. Football. They destroyed us. Like, I guess that's the thing. That was just the stupidest thing to watch. <clears throat> but whatever. I'm over yeah. it. Not the first time I've watched my team lose <laughs> in disappointing fashion. I'm over it. 
Speaking of things you're over, starting a random news segment. What else are you guys over? I'm over the Lions losing. I'm over it. Totally fine. Everything's good. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm over the Falcons at this point. I mean, I think I, I, I was I I, I didn't really believe in them to go into the year, so I guess I was never really uh, I was never really under them. But um, hashtag free Julio Jones. They, I, I think, yeah, I mean they I, their offense hasn't been, hasn't been great this year. I mean. I expected their offense to be good, though. I I didn't believe in their defense at all, but it's just been they can't run the ball great. at all. I was big in the yeah. I mean that that's been disappointing, but I, more their passing game that I'm like I, I was expecting, you know, them to be a, a good aerial assault at least, and with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and we've seen flashes of both of them, and Julio Jones is still still a beast. Calvin Ridley has had. Had had a great game uh, week two, uh, pretty solid game week one too, um, but has just disappeared over the past two games just because their pass offense can't get anything going. Holy Jones didn't even really do much this past game. Uh, Austin Hooper has been, <laughs> been their best. Yeah, what pass the heck, man? The past two weeks. Yeah, that's been wild. Yeah, but uh, I, I I don't know. I I uh, maybe it's just because they lost the Titans that gets me so so irked. <laughs> but, um, I I just think they're they're just not a very good team and we don't really need to pay attention to them. Anymore. That's a good thing. What are you over, Reeb? I am over Cam Newton, and I think Kyle Allen should be the the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers going forward. Oof, that that's you should have said yeah, that. Yeah, you should have said that one. Man. That was a great overreaction. Ah, <laughs> good luck coming up with another one. It was, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I I don't I, I mean if Cam Newton never I, I think it, there is a potential that Cam Newton never gets back to what he was like he really hasn't been good since the midway point of last year uh, around then I mean and I, I don't know if he's ever going to get back right and healthy and uh, the, the great weapon he once was and he, he couldn't he, he couldn't hit anyone uh, that. Thursday night game in week two. I mean, they had the full Kyle Allen was a clear upgrade after that. I mean, he can at least hit his receivers, although it's not like Kyle Allen exactly lit up the Texans last week. No, but he did have like that one play where he just ducked and avoided JJ yeah. Watt. I never I, ever would have expected that. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say um, it's like kind of unfair for like defenders. Like it's like they can't like get low because then they're risking that helmet the helmet hit and so like they have to like just kind of stand up and then you can just duck under them yeah. and so. we all know jj watt's back is not the best so <laughs> but it's yeah it's like if jj watt goes low there he's gonna get a helmet helmet hit on the quarterback and there's so many penalties so quarterbacks just, just duck when their defender's <laughs> coming right at you i mean they're just gonna duck under them true and kyle allen is a much smaller target than cam newton that's true. Yeah. Uh, strategic play. Yeah. By... Good job, <laughs> Ron Rivera. <laughs> we, we can't have this in the playbook when we just let <laughs> come free at the quarterback. <laughs> All right, left tackle, just can't, don't Cam do Newton your job. will just get helmet to helmet seven times in a game and get no flags. This isn't helping us. <laughs> they had to go another route. So what I'm over, I am officially over – Whatever's happening in Miami, just just over it. 
it was kind of a funny story when they got yeah. destroyed by the Patriots and uh, <laughs> freaking Antonio Brown. It was hilarious <laughs> when the Ravens just made them look like they were just a bunch of fans on the field with them. But uh, this is a long season for uh, the people in Miami. Yeah, you better yeah. buckle I will up. Say that they're at least they're at least trying. I mean, play on the field are are giving it. They, are they, they do for the first like twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, then it's just clear that like the that after the first twenty five minutes, it's more <laughs> trying to matter. Then you're just clearly then you're just clearly worse than the other team pulls away. So it's like you know. Does come out there with that effort in the beginning. I, I, I that's that's nice. Does, does the week yeah. six matchup scare you? <laughs> I mean, we we can we can screw up their their tank. This that's whole true. this whole thing they've got going, we can screw it up for them. We can be like, ha, you were trying to be worse, but you can't. Our natural. <laughs> come on, guys, you can't force it. That, that's how good the Redskins are. We, we thinking suck. we can we're win a division team. title and suddenly going one and fifteen. Oh man, maybe you should trade two first round picks and get uh, Ramsey. That'll fix everything. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. I would be intrigued to see Jalen Ramsey and Josh Norman on the same team. Oh, can, can we talk about the Thursday night game, uh, uh, the, the past Thursday night game a little bit? I thought that was an interesting game. It seems like a little while ago now, but the I, obviously I gotta gotta talk up my boy Jordan Howard getting three touchdowns <laughs> on my bench. But, I trusted him so much. <laughs> yeah, that was. Can I just not what I expected? Like, if, yeah, if if Jordan Howard was the you know second round rookie and Miles Sanders was the a guy who'd been in the year in the league for a few years, then everybody who plays fantasy would be outraged that the Eagles are playing Miles Sanders so much. They'd be like, why isn't Jordan Howard getting more carries? But because Jordan Howard has been clearly better than Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders actually played pretty well in that game too. Packers <laughs> run defense is not great. But Jordan Howard has clearly been the better back over the over the first four games of this season. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, he's a, a fine player, and uh, going against a crappy team, he did really well. <laughs> yeah, Packers defense also kind of got, I think, kind of got exposed a little bit. They, they've been good against the pass, but they're well. They have. Let's see who have the Packers the played. They played the Bears. Uh, I'm pretty sure Trubisky can't uh, score if there's no defense out there. Uh. They played Kirkland Cousins and the Vikings and suddenly were up 21-0 instantly and the Vikings were forced to not be able to run the ball uh, out of nowhere. And um, what was our other third one? They played Joe Flacco. All right, there we go. (laughs) Emmanuel Sanders is still a beast. He is, but like their their offense actually hasn't been bad. They, they've they've been able to move the ball and just can't finish. And their defense, I, I mean, it, it, again, their defense hasn't really been terrible either. But they just haven't gotten sacks or turnovers, which has been baffling. But Vic Fangio is going to turn this into a defensive juggernaut. I think he focused a lot more on the not rather than the jugger. 
but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, now they don't have That was a pretty good joke. It's, there you go. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. That's, that's the kind of material you want here on Pro Football Jokes. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, this, I think the broadcast team might be the team I'm most wrong about, even though they're kind of in the place that I thought thought they would be. Because I honestly, even though they're 4 I think they're kind of an average team. Like, they're the, two of the games they lost on last second. Yeah, I mean, they should have beat the Bears when you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I may have lost the pass game on the last second field goal, too. Um, and really weren't that, that far off against the Packers. The, the week one game against the Raiders was weird that they that Raiders really dominated that game, even though it ended up as a one-possession game. But... Yeah, but I, I I think that that's been this one of the strangest teams. So uh, another thing that a team that hasn't been going, I mean, they're three and one, but they're not going quite as people may have expected. What do you guys uh, make of the Rams this season? I'm be a little well, concerned. They did lose to James Winston. Uh, first of all, I, I will say, people uh, ever I've heard so many people be like, oh. Jared Goff put up all these numbers last week, but he was terrible. I I, I didn't see that. I, I watched, went back and watched the game. I thought he played pretty well. Like he had one bad pick. I mean, he threw the ball sixty-three ball. times and only uh, had about okay. seven yards per attempt. Not great. It's pretty average. He just threw the yeah, ball. He was I mean, pretty average they, in the game <laughs> statistically. He just threw a lot. I. Right, but he. I thought he made some nice throws. Uh, I didn't think he made. I, I, again, like he threw the one really bad pick to Levante David, just just bad. The other, he was under a lot of pressure. Like the, the Bucks just blitz like crazy. Um, but he, he, I, I mean, the he was he, I, again. He made some nice throws. I thought he he was able to move the ball pretty effectively. Um, I know early the Bucks just jumped on a big lead, um, and then it, it was, was kind of it's kind of tough when you pass the ball thirty three or sixty three times, and then. I think they dropped back like seven. I, I don't remember the fact, but they dropped back nearly seventy times. Um, and I mean, that, that's tough when they the pass rush can just <laughs> down, especially when they got Shaq Barrett there. That's pass oh, rusher in the league. Yeah, it, it is wild. All right, let's play a fun little game here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can I just say, Chris Godwin, uh, such a beast, carry carried my fantasy team to win and just absolutely yeah, dominated in that game. 12 catches, 172 yards, and two Yeah, they're already runs. saying that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is now the, the best duo in the league, which I don't know if I oh, agree true. with, but I don't know any arc. Like, I don't know a duo to argue against it. I mean, I'd say Thielen and Diggs are still an argument, even though they haven't been producing statistically just because the Vikings don't throw could have said Josh uh, Gordon in an a- I, I AB would... but you know had to go and mess that up <laughs> uh yeah I, w- I would also say I- I'd be like Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones but they also have not been Hopkins and Will well, Fuller week, yeah, now that Julio Stills Jones. is out of the way and Will Fuller can do its thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah I- I'd, say- I'd say they're up there I wouldn't put them as high as uh I, I think Ridley and uh <laughs> All right, so I have a game for you guys, a little quiz here. Uh, your team is up 10 points, and there's like, let's say 10 minutes left in the game. 
and your team has the ball, which quarterback would you least want to have on your team throwing in that situation? Obviously, Jameis Winston's number one. Obviously, that's not even a not even a pick <laughs> because you know he's going to throw that pick six and make it a way too close of a game. So besides famous Jameis, which quarterback would you least like to have on your team in that situation? That's a good question. I, I, I'd, I'd probably go with Josh Allen. Are you going starting quarterbacks? I, I uh, yeah, generally speaking, unless you there's a backup that gets significant playing time. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I might go right. Yeah. Back. Pick somebody else. Yeah, he's neat. Him and James Winston being on the same team last year competing for that role is pretty funny. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It is pretty funny. Um, I would go with... uh, Hmm. Probably go Josh Rosen. I would probably go Matt Barkley just because I feel like he had like eight chances. (laughs) Eight chances against the Patriots like at the (laughs) fifty. All right, then Josh Allen, same thing. They had so many chances. Their defense played so well in shutting down the Patriots, and they couldn't do. (laughs) Interesting, interesting choices. Yeah, but they, they don't, they don't need to. But Josh Allen, like, if he has a ten point lead, then so uh, this my my pick may surprise you guys. But he has famously lost a major league, uh, major lead in a pretty important game. And I've seen him do this against the Lions before. But I'm going to pick Matt Ryan. <laughs> Terrifies me in that, in that instance because he will throw it anywhere. And that is not a good thing. I've seen him rolling right and then try to throw it 50 yards to his left. And the only person on the screen was a Lions linebacker who caught the ball, running it back, allowing us to beat them in London. That was incredible. But uh, Matt Ryan terrifies me in that uh, instance. Unless I'm playing against him, then I'm pretty happy because I feel pretty good about our chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be, I, I would say, even though I you know I love this guy, but I think uh, Baker Mayfield might, might yeah. be a little bit concerning um, just because he does love to – Love to do that same kind of thing where he's he's confident and can make any type yeah. of throw. Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> too soon. Well, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to throw him for my team. Regardless. He doesn't know what it's like to play with a ten point lead. All right, new new situational football here. You guys have the ball, uh, trying to run out the game. You're going to run the ball three straight times. Uh, if you get the first down, you win the game. Which running back do you want to have in your backfield? It's first and ten to start off. Not Jer, not Jeremy Hill. <laughs> this is I, this is a good one too. Um, I'd go Zeke. I think he's the most bruising back out of like the top five. Yeah, I I can see that. I. I mean, I I might go Camara. I could agree with Camara. That too. guy just spins out of nowhere. Just uh, he's just weird. Can't get him on the ground. That's a good pick. <laughs> Does he just like lather himself? Up him and Garner Minshew together are just lathering That's themselves. What up. Like. Yeah. 
like and he's the, the balance is like his best trait that was interesting they they brought that up and showed all the balance workouts yeah which, that's, which makes that's, sense yeah i actually like, i actually asking this question i really didn't know who i'd pick but i think you swung me with kamara there i'll join you on that train give him the ball because he's gonna slip one of those runs that should be nothing into like six yards and then suddenly it's second and four and the defense is worried about what's going to happen yeah i know and you just like get him like on the edge like then he it, it's just so hard to stop because like you can't get a clean mm, shot hides, hides behind those big blockers that's good anybody else have a good situational football question yeah. here if you uh, have one for us as a listener and you want us to break it down please tweet us at pro football joke we will do our best to uh, break it down and give you who we'd want in what particular situation I can't think of any situational football questions right now. There are no situations there in a football no. game. <laughs> there are none. You're down 30 <laughs> points. <laughs> Who do you want to hand the ball off to to run out the clock? You need the clock today. managed. There's four minutes left in the game. You need a, a, a coach that's going to manage the clock. Who do you want? <laughs> Alex elected to lose the game. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to make it more interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. The funny thing is, a lot of them are pretty good at it, and I, it's I just you know the ones that aren't good at it. Yeah, it's like you don't really remember anybody <laughs> yeah. being good at it. That's not fun. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Like, be... Hire one guy. He's got the list, of the chart. If this happens, then yeah, we do just that. Hire... Just hire me. I I promise you, I will. My manager. All right, you got, heard it here, folks. Uh, Alex giving up his job at Pro Football Jokes to become a professional. Uh, <laughs> Look, I think I can. I think I can do both. But no, you're gonna get Alex. You're gonna get on the podcast and you're gonna start yelling timeout, and we're gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, oh, sorry, thought it was at my other job. <laughs> Don't want to put that kind of stress on you. Yeah, that, that might be tough. It would be a pretty sweet job. That'd be a sweet job. <laughs> hey, coach, call you could be. Right you now. could be. The, oh, okay. if, imagine if you did what what uh, the Lions' offensive coordinator did in the first game. Where uh, he cost us the first down to win the game, and that was you. <clears throat> How fast do you be run run out of the town? Who's this kid <laughs> that we're paying on the side of the bench to choose downs? <laughs> I will say, <laughs> like it's not that during I, the Bengals game, no, I was like, oh, I, there there'd be one situation where like I, they're like, why didn't you call a timeout? There, it's like, oh, I was pressing the, the down button on the controller. Like, why didn't you automatically call timeout? <laughs> I don't know if this is just more common than I like. I just haven't seen it, but like in the Bengals Steelers game, the play clock was running out, and I've never seen anyone on the field besides the quarterback, like on offense, call the timeout. But Tyler Boyd just like said, "Screw this," and called the timeout right as Andy like sni- uh, snapped the ball, and it just it struck me as odd, like that a wide receiver would know more than the quarterback or the head coach. <laughs> oh, time's running out. We should call timeout. Oh man, good time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it too often. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's I, great. Yeah, I, Alrighty, well, to, 
He did not. Well, to uh, end up our end our show here, we got to end with some great overreactions. Reviews one earlier, so undoubtedly he can't think of a second one. So we'll come back to him after Alex. Alex, what is your overreaction here? Four weeks into the season. Um, my overreaction is that the Redskins are going to get the number one pick and they are going to draft a quarterback. Uh, and that quarterback will become the best quarterback of all time. Uh, and the Redskins will continue to win every Super Bowl. For the rest of time. That is quite the storyline. I guess that's all right, mine is that uh, Kirk Cousins will learn from all his mistakes and become a dominant second tier rate quarterback in the NFC North. <laughs> might get him into the uh, might get him a wild card this year. I'm overreacting to him, apologizing to Thielen. I really think he's going to work it out that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam Thielen's a douche, man. Come on. Uh, you're blaming Kirk Cousins for that, dude. It's not Kirk's fault. I don't feel I didn't do shit in that game other than that one one play he got. For and he honestly gave a pretty terrible dive attempt at that football. But he wasn't going to catch it anyway. Yeah, but it, it was a weird like half dive after the ball already passed him. But that's a different thing. All right, uh, Reed, what is your uh, overreaction? Maybe. Um, so we have heard all sorts of things about Greg, the leg Harrison, Butker, will Lutz, maybe not so much as those other two, but you know, he's up there. Um, I think Joey Sly is the best kicker out there right now. He's the number one on fantasy. Um, I don't know if he's missed a field goal this year. Um, he has hit. I was about to say you, you didn't didn't even mention the clear number one kicker in the NFL. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Joey Sly has hit four field goals over fifty yards. Yeah, the, the Ravens are being too aggressive. They're they're not letting Justin Tucker take yeah. him out. I apologize for missing Justin Tucker. He was further down on this list. Than yeah, I, fan, I mean, if you're thought. looking fantasy wise, he hasn't been. But if you're talking about like yeah. just straight up the best kicker in the league, it's tough not to go with him. Joey Sly has been great. Yeah, great. He's pretty awesome. Good, good, good stuff. Good show, everybody. Uh, Graham, Graham Gano's not getting his job back. Yeah, that's sorry. Sorry, that uh, injury was very ill timed for him. (laughs) Yeah, as injuries usually are. Plenty of kickers out there. Oh, man. All right. Well, this has been a great show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Pro Football Jokes podcast. For Alex, for Reeb. For Gem3220 and the rest of the Pro Football Jokes crew, thanks for listening, and please check out all our amazing articles and uh, make some jokes and drink some Cokes. <laughs>